Hallelujah. All right. We're going to start off with upon the world of scripture. Hallelujah. Let's welcome to my world. Place where the natural eyes can't see, where your physical bodies can't be, where the last is first, the first is last, the end is told from the beginning, and when it appears as though one is losing, they're actually winning. Where trumpets are depicted as voices and the persecuted, uh, righteous don't complain, but actually rejoices. Here, swords are likened to the word, the demons of bird, the dead are yet alive, the living are actually dead, blood and flesh are even depicted as wine and bread. It's a place where in the humble are depicted as poor, and the poorer that one becomes, they're later found to be that much richer. I'm speaking of no other place in the Yasin world of scripture. So please turn off your phones, perk up your ears, and get ready to listen for the Rock Hawk Redemption. It's about to begin. Hallelujah. All right. All right, just as a precursor, we're about to get into the story of Noah. Um, with, that's all we're going to do is get into it. We're not going to get very far. This is probably going to be a, a semi-short lesson. Pretty short, probably. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, very interesting story in scripture. None other like it, you know. And so let's uh, let's you know. I, I, just before we get into it, I don't think it's I don't think it's a coincidence that Yah has us actually, you know, studying the Book of Enoch as well, you know, which tells about the same time and the same the same course of events. I mean, you know, that's like. You know, and, and knowing the way that we choose our books, it's not like, like you know, I just pick what we're gonna uh, what we're gonna study. You know, that's that's the most that's the the awesome thing about it. You know, it's like only y'all could have orchestrated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's just uh yeah, just keep that in mind. Anyway, story of Noah. All right, so we're gonna jump right in. Let me have my first um, reader read Genesis six one through four, please. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of Elohim saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And Yahuwah said, my Ruach shall not always strive with man, for that he is also flesh, Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of Elohim came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. Hallelujah. Okay, so now this is this the uh, this is the discipleship course. You know, and the discipleship course goes in alignment with the poem that I just read, you know, uh, the world of scripture. So we're going to stay within the world of scripture because within the world of scripture, we do recognize that scripture has an outer meaning as well as an inner meaning. Amen. Yes. That the words are simply containers, you know, and the containers, you know, they have substance in and of themselves. You know, yet there's also an even greater substance that they contain or an even more valuable um, substance, I should say, right? Mm -hmm. You know, now, so, you know, that said, like, we went through the beginning 
and we went through um, the Garden of Eden, and we've learned a lot of symbolisms, you know, or uh, alternate understandings of common words in scripture. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right. This is the time when we apply them. Mm. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, let's just talk about this for a minute because this is such a controversial uh, aspect of scripture. You know, one that that's, you know, that men tend to portray as preposterous in our in our day and time. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's speaking about, you know, it coming to pass when men began to multiply upon the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them and the sons of Elohim, you know, saw the daughters of men and, and that they were fair and they took wives of all which they chose, you know, and essentially, you know, it's talking about, you know, spiritual beings getting with physical beings, mm -hmm. you know, and and having offspring even, and these offspring becoming giants, mm -hmm. you know, and these giants, you know, um, you know, going around bullying the normal people of the earth, mm -hmm. if you would. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is crucial that we understand these things because our Messiah Yahshua, when he came here, he said, in the last days, it should be as in the days of Noah. Right. So if we don't understand what happened during the days of Noah, we're not going to understand what's going to happen in the last days. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but I kind of feel like we're in the last days, yeah. you know, especially saying that, uh, you know, Yahshua came 2,000 years ago, you know, and all these prophecies that, you know, that's, that speak of the last days, speak of, speak of the end of the age, you know, and the age started around the time when Yahshua came on the scene, and it's about time for it to end. So, yeah, yeah, and the age is approximately 2,000 years. So it's about time for it to end. So we are, we are in the running, you know. Now, that said, there has never been a people that's been closer to the end time prophecies coming true in their lifetime than us. And tomorrow, we'll be just a little bit closer, right? Yeah. You know. So we know we're close. You know, we seen, we seen the great sign in the heavens. You know, on uh, what, what, what was that? September 23rd, 2017? Yep. You know, uh, we had Revelations 1 and 2 come to pass. First time in, in history. You know, so we know we in the, we in the running. We in, we in those times now. All right, so it's important that we understand. Okay, so that's it. Let's take a look um, at some of the uh, terminology that's, that's utilized here. You know, um, so it says, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth. This word men, as well as, um, you know, some other places um, is translated as man, you know, uh, within Genesis chapter six is ha-adam mm. with the definite article. Mm. Speaking about, you know, a particular man, the red man, even we'll call him the red man. Mm. Just because it got a nice wing to it, you know. <laughs> so here it is. And it came to pass when the red man, 
not men, the red man is singular, even though they translated it, the translators translated it as plural. Mm. And the actual text is singular. And it came to pass when the red man, not the red men, the red man began to multiply on the face of the earth. You know, now I can see why the translators translated it as men. Mm. You know, but what you know, without understanding what was contained in the word the man. See, but we understand what's contained in the word the man. We understand that the man never spoke to an individual to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. Spoke to a church, an ecclesia, you know, a body of believers, if you would. Amen? You know, so we understand this, and so we see things a little different, you know, and so then it makes sense, you know, uh, that is speaking about the red man, you know, you know, the ecclesia, the church, the body of believers began to multiply on the face of the earth. And it says, and daughters were born unto them. Can anybody recall, you know, from lesson like a couple weeks ago, what the daughters represent? Um, sorry, say again. The love of Elohim, which which one? <clears throat> There's more than one love of Elohim. Mm. The set apart, they both set apart. They have Elohim. Elohim set apart. Come on now, it's only it's only two two loves of Elohim. So if it's not one, it got to be the other, right? What you say, sis? Yes, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, the daughters represent those who love their neighbors as they love themselves. You know, um, you know, and another way of, uh, uh, of, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, but yeah, another way of looking at that, we'll talk about it now. Another way of looking at it is those who are benevolent. Those who have a tendency to do good towards others. Because if you love your neighbors, you love yourself, then you're going to treat them as yourself, you know, and, you know, you're going to have a tendency to do good towards your neighbor, you know. And so, you know, these, these are what the, uh, um, the daughters in scripture represent. All right. You know, and so it's speaking about, and they began to multiply on the face of the earth. Now we got to go all the way back to the beginning when we when we discussed what the face um, of something represents. The mind, absolutely. Uh, okay, y'all cooking with grease today. You know. Uh, all right. So so we're talking about the mind of the earth. Now we also spoke about what the earth uh, represented in the beginning. The heart, absolutely. Absolutely, the heart. So, um, the, uh, specifically, the heart of the worldly, or, or, uh, or we should say, the heart of actually, it's the heart of Israel. Um, you know, because when we consider, you know, the the parable where we where we deduce that from, you know, I think it's Matthew thirteen. 
23, something like that. Uh, 23, something. But anyway, the parable of of uh, the wayside, the, um, the stony ground, and the ground with the thorns and thistles, you know, that parable. Yeah, so he tells us that it represents the hearts of men, but he's speaking to Israel. So that's why I say the hearts of Israel, you know, uh, in that sense. So here it is. We see what we're being told is it came to pass when the red man, when the church of Elohim began to multiply on the minds of Israel or on the minds of Yah's people in the earth. Regular men that were um, taking the daughters or the fallen angels. That were the no, we're we're talking about we're talking we're, we're talking about fallen angels that did that. Um, that's in verse two. We're gonna get there in a second. Okay. We're still actually you know going over verse one. You know, so we're saying it came to pass. You know, when the men, the men speaking to the ecclesia or the church, the body of believers, you know, began to multiply on the face of the earth. So began to multiply on the minds of the people of the world, you know, um, specifically the Israelites, you know, um, as they would get scattered through all the four corners of the earth. Anybody with me? You know, uh, and it says, and daughters were born unto them, you know, and so we are, we just talked about the daughters representing those who are benevolent, those who love others as they, as they, as they love themselves, you know, and you know, so these were these daughters were good. They they were they were accustomed to doing good. You know, to uh, doing benevolent type things. You know, um, towards one another. Now, when the sons of Elohim saw that, that's what attracted them. I want you want you to keep that in mind. Genesis six two, that the sons of Elohim. Now the sons. Can anybody tell me what, uh, what the sons represent? Any D. Sabatino, um, you know, got any, any what was it? Say again? Good guess, but guess all the same. You guessed wrong. You know, um, anyone else? Got the daughters. What did the sons represent? This is the easy wisdom. Wisdom. Not wisdom. No. What does the sun represent? Truth. Truth. Absolutely. And that's what the sons represent. They represent truths. You know, so when it speaks about the sons of Elohim, it's speaking about the truths of Elohim. And you're going to see how that come into play in a second. You know, so here it is. It says that the sons of Elohim saw the daughters of men or the truths of Elohim saw the benevolence of the church. Everybody with me? Mm -hmm. You know, that they were fair. Now, this word fair is actually tavo. You know, you would think that it is, it's, you know, that it's another word, you know, that, that usually speaks to the beauty of a, of a woman or mm -hmm. something. But no, it's tavo, and it means goods, essentially. Um, you know, it's plural, so it means goods, not good, but goods. And that's what 
the daughters represent. They represent the goods, the benevolence, you know, the good acts, the good works, you know, that they that they do in loving one another as they love themselves. Mm. You know, it's from told, meaning to be, to do, or to make good. Mm. Amen. You know, so I'm praying that you, you, you get in this picture. You know, so now you have the truths of Elohim. They saw the good works or the benevolence of the daughters of the church, that they were good, and they took them wives of all which they chose. <laughs> now, wives, what does wives represent? Priests, absolutely. You know, and so they took them priests of which they chose. Mm. Now, let's talk about the book of Enoch for a minute. Mm. You know, because the book of Enoch speaks about this very thing, right? Yeah. And so um, the book of Enoch speaks about the same thing when the church began to multiply, when men began to multiply upon the face of the earth and how the daughters were born unto them. You know, and it, and it, and you know, here we see like contained within the word sons are the truths of Elohim. Now, when you think about what the book of Enoch says concerning the sons of Elohim and the sins that they committed in doing this, it wasn't y'all wasn't just upset with them because they got with the uh, women, you know, uh, you know, intimately. He was also upset with them because they did something else. What was it? They was giving them truths that Yah didn't want them to have. Remember that? Yeah. They was revealing to them truths from on high that Yah wasn't ready for mankind to have. So you, you can see that when we see that the truths are contained in the word sons, that is 100% accurate. You know, that the truths of Elohim saw the daughters of men that they were saw the benevolence of men that they were good and they took them wives okay now we're talking about wives we said wives represent priests right mm -hmm. now let's go back to the book of enoch now the book of enoch said that when these giants were on the earth they began to have the people do what unto them feed them absolutely all right, you know, now, what does the priest do to Elohim? Offer sacrifices, and sacrifices is in the, is in the form of what? Food. He feeds, they feed Elohim. Can you see that? Barbecue, right? <laughs> you know, so can you not see that this is the same thing? You know, contained in wives are the priests, you know, those that they were that were feeding them were the priests they were sacrificing unto them as if they were god mm. and they were feeding them as if they were gods mm. can you see that mm. you know so they chose them wise i.e priesthoods to feed them mm. even as elohim Hmm. You see? Yes. You see that they're, they're trying to be like Yah? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. You know, so this is what's contained in the words. 
you know. So Genesis 6, 3 said, and Yahuwah said, my Ruach shall not always strive with man. For that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years, right? Yeah. Okay, let's go take a look at this word, strive. And we go down, we see strive is deemed in the Hebrew number 1777, and it means to rule or judge. Hmm. Now, what else means to rule or judge? Uh, Elohim, God, what the term we know is God, right? Yeah. So what Yah is actually saying is that I will not always be God over, yeah. over the man. Wow. I will not always rule or judge over him mm. because he also is flesh mm -hmm. and the flesh speaks to his wickedness. Yeah. Mm. Amen? Amen. You know, and this is why we have to get your spirit back. Yeah. Now, mm. you know, this is why we we have to get your spirit back. You know, this is why we follow Yahshua so that we can receive the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because he took it. Amen. Mm -hmm. And in order for us to become complete, we need it back. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody with me? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, verse four says, there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that. See, and everybody always <laughs> skip over that part. <laughs> There were giants in the earth in those days and also after that. And this is why we see giants in scripture even after this point. Yeah. We have like the Emines and the Raphaims and the uh, Anakim and, and the Hevim. You know, these were all giants that was actually living during the time of Israel. Amen. Amen. You know, and actually the peoples that Yah was having Israel eradicate were the peoples that was mixed with the giants. Say yeah. lie. Mm -hmm. You know, um, because he said he wasn't gonna destroy the earth no more by flood, mm -hmm. but yet he still had the root that 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 wickedness out. Yeah. Well, that was the plan anyway, except for Israel didn't do as they were told, did they? Right. Think about that one for a minute. All right, so we're in verse four, right? So there was giants. This word giants is Nephilim. It's Nephilim. Number 5303, it speaks to a fellow, <laughs> i.e. one who's fallen from the fall, meaning to fall, you know, um, it also uh, speaks to one that's like a bully, you know, one that's a tyrant, one that go around causing people to fall, that is knocking folks out, you know, or beating them down or, or killing them. Amen? You know, these were the Nephilim, you know, says there were Nephilim in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the truce of Elohim, the sons or truce of Elohim came in unto the daughters of men. You know, and the daughters we spoke about representing the benevolent, you know, and this word men actually should be in blue. It is ha-adam, the man, not plural, hmm. again, singular, 
and they bear children, you know, and it literally says, and they bear to them. Children is implied, it's not actually in the text. And they bear to them, the same became mighty men. This is Giborim, you know, uh, mighty men, which were of old. Now this is the interesting term right here. You know, men of renown, just meaning, you know, they had a name, they were famous, you mm -hmm. know. I mean, who wouldn't be, you know, when, um, yeah, you see that giant over there, you know, um, yeah, he live over there. Don't go that way. Everybody wow. gonna know, amen. Yes. You know, they gonna be famous. You know, everybody go over there, don't nobody come back, you know, so, <laughs> so we gonna make sure we don't go that way, you know. Uh, and then you, you do remember like what happened when, when the, uh, when the priest got tired of feeding, you know, these, these, these gods, you know, these self-proclaimed gods, what they began to do. They began to eat, eat the priest, right? Yeah. Eat the people. Yeah. Remember that yeah. from the book of Enoch? You know, so we see they were some tyrants, you know, now it says that they were of old, this word of, of old is, you know, is Olam, it's actually uh, mean Olam, you know, um, the word, it's actually two words, it's mean and Olam, mean is of and Olam, Olam is 5769, meaning from eternal hmm. or from everlasting, so it's actually talking about these mighty men, which were of eternals or eternity. Can you see that? You know, because the angels were eternal beings. Everybody with me? Yeah. You know, and I know that's a lot to take in. So what I've done was took the liberty of inserting all the definitions uh, or the meanings behind the terms into the text. You know, so we can see how it reads you know, with it inserted into the text. And it reads, and it became, and it came to pass when the red man, you know, i.e. the ecclesia or the church began to multiply on the forefront of the hearts, that is the minds of Israel and those who had love for their neighbors as themselves or the benevolence were born unto them. Mm. And the truths of Elohim saw the benevolent of the ecclesia or the church that they were good. And they took them priests of all which they chose. Mm. And Yahuwah said, my Ruach shall not always rule or judge mankind. The word whip is actually implied. For that he also is flesh, yet his day shall be 120 years. There were giant bullies in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the truths of Elohim came in unto the benevolent of mankind. And they bear children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of eternals, men of renown. Mm. Now I want you to think about something, you know, that's um that you know y'all dropped on me. That's that's pretty that's pretty profound when you think about it. You know, this would happen, this happened, you know, during this time, you know, but it seems to it seems to happen, seems to be a pattern of happening when men begin to multiply daughters. Hmm. It seems to happen when goodness is on the earth hmm. because the daughters represents goodness or the benevolent, right? Yeah. You know, it seems to happen during those times, you know, when good is on the earth. Hmm. 
you know, you think about in the beginning when everything was very good, amen, and you think about it happened then, you know, and then when the man, you know, uh, who's, who's him and his wife was very good, it happened then, but then the children or the daughters of the man, you know, when the goodness began to multiply on the earth again, it happened again. Mm. Yeah. You know, it seems to be a pattern of whenever the goodness began to multiply upon the face of the earth, the enemy comes and attacks. Mm. Now, why would the enemy attack when the daughters or the goodness began to multiply on the earth? Could it be because she's his enemy? Remember what happened at the fall, the curse? Yeah. I will put enmity be between yeah. your seed yeah. and thy seed. Yeah. Between thy seed and her seed. Yeah. And her and your seed should bruise her seed's heel and her seed should bruise thy seed's head. Remember that? Yeah. You know. I think Satan is trying to keep his head from getting bruised. <laughs> you know, so every time when goodness began to multiply on the earth, goodness only comes from one source. That's Yah. You know, and the only one that was um, that was deemed, you know, good was Ha'adam who was deemed very good, you know, and from that ecclesia, we get all the other ecclesias, you know, including the one we're talking about now, you know, or the one we're, we're, we're going to talk about. This is still extending from, uh, from, from, from Adam, you know, but here it is. We see that this good is multiplying on the earth and here come the enemy attacking again, you know, and he knows that the seed is going to be a male. And this is why throughout scripture, you see him trying to destroy the righteous male. Yeah. Think about in Mitzrayim. You know, he tells the midwives, you know, hey, when they, when they get ready to have a child, if it's a, if it's a female, you can let her live, but if it's a male, you got to kill her. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yep. When Yahshua came on the scene, yep. killed all the, all the all male children yep. two years and under. Yep. You see this? Mm -hmm. You know, it's a pattern that's, that's forming here. You know, now I want you to think about Revelations 12. Because like I say, that, that sign has come to pass in our time. And that sign is all about the woman having a man child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Mm -hmm. You think he's not after it? <laughs> you know, can we be a part of that man child? Mm -hmm. Now that we know what the man is, yeah. the body of believers. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. You know, a type of body of believers. Say a lot. Mm. You know, and so, 
you know, I just point these things out because the scriptures are so telling if we know how to, if, if we can only see, yeah. you know, if we can see, if we have eyes to see mm-hmm. and ears to hear, you know, those mighty men, they were of eternals. They was of eternity. Okay, let's let's go on. Let me have my next reader um, read Genesis 6, 5 through 7, please. And Yahuwah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented Yahuwah that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And Yahuwah said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Hallelujah. Okay, so here it is. Um, we have man, you know, um, it says Yahuwah saw the wickedness of man. This this word man is actually ha-adam, you know, and so the church became wicked. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. You know, and its wickedness was great in the earth, you know, and remember the earth spoke to the heart of Israel or the heart of the peoples of the world, you know, because that was the church's job, you know, which was to, you know, spread, spread Yah to humanity, you know, but they're spreading wickedness, you know, and, you know, the enemy came in right when they was, you know, they was, they was on, they was on top of the, they was in a circle they were doing what they were supposed to do you know like when we go back you know um it says and and it came to pass men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters was born unto them you know they were doing what they were supposed to do and everything was going according to y'all's plan you know the church the ecclesia church of elohim was multiplying on the minds other people of the world. Right. That's what they're supposed to do. And daughters, that is goodness, mm-hmm. benevolence, was coming out of it. Yeah. And that's what what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Amen? Amen. But the enemy didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And he came up against it. Yeah. You know, and he went and polluted those who were good. Right. Yeah. He polluted those who were good with truths of wickedness mm. wicked truths mm. you know because the fallen angels the sons of god that came down and got with the men got with the uh, the uh, peoples of the church gave them truths but they gave them truths that y'all didn't want them to have so they gave them wicked truths you know and, and so many people they just want to hear stuff rather you know you know, um, if it's truth, they want to hear it. No, mm. all knowledge not good enough. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and some things you have to stray away from. Mm. <laughs> you know, and so this is this is what polluted them. So I want you to be able to see this picture because you know it's going to happen again. Yeah. It's going to happen again. You know, just like uh, many people attest, like you know, hey, you know, me, myself included, like. You know, technology is just going at such a super fast rate. It's right. like they have some help. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Could the truths of Elohim be spreading some truth? Mm. 
Just saying. Yeah. You know. Now again, it says that this wickedness of um, of the church was great in the earth. This word earth is arets again. You know. Um, so it's speaking about you know the hearts of uh, of Israel, the hearts of, of the people of the world. You know. And then it says, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only con evil continually, which verifies, you know, and supports that this is the inner meaning of man and the earth, mm. you know, um, earth speaking to the hearts, you know, and man speaking to the, uh, the ecclesia or the church, you know, and, and what, what they were teaching, you know, wickedness, excuse me. Um, you know, oftentimes in scripture, you'll see scriptures that say one thing and then it'll say the same thing in another way. Mm -hmm. You ever notice that? Yes. You know, it does it oftentimes like through the Psalms, through the Proverbs and, mm -hmm. and all through scripture. And all actually it'll say one thing and then it says same thing in another in another words. You know, now there's a reason for that. You know, one one is usually, you know, um, you know, spiritual and the other one is is, is um, uh, heavenly, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, but you see the same pattern right here. You know, it's speaking about the wickedness, wickedness of man great in the earth. It's saying the very same thing that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was evil. You know, if you have eyes to see. You know, then it says continually. And I thought it was interesting that this word um, continually was actually two Hebrew words. Not It was translated from two Hebrew words, not one. It was translated from coal. Number three, 3605, meaning whole, all, or every, every, and also young, which is the word, the Hebrew word for a day. So it's actually saying all day. Hmm. That, that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all every day, yeah. evil every day, or all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, and then. We had uh, verse six and says it repented Yahuwah that he had made the ecclesia or church. Whoa. That's heavy. Hmm. You know, repented that he had made him on the earth. Hmm. You know, and it grieved him at his heart. And Yahuwah said, I will destroy him whom I've created from the face of the earth. Um, and from both man, in the face of the earth, we know it speaks of the mind of, of the peoples of the world, the mind of, of Israel, um, both man, both the ecclesia or the church and beast, you know, and anybody remember what the beast represented? Devotions. And the devotions and the creeping things. Anyone? What a studious bunch we have. Uh, lust and the fouls thoughts absolutely man um, and the fouls of the air for it repented me that I have made them you know and here it is we see like uh, it says I would destroy man now this word man is not the ecclesia you know, this word man is mankind. It doesn't have the definite article. Mm -hmm. You know, and so you like if you don't look behind the scenes, you'll never you'll never see these things. Mm -hmm. You know, so um 
He said, I will destroy mankind from the face of the earth, both mankind and beasts and creeping thing and fowl. You know, and so again, I took the liberty of putting the meanings into it, you know, so that we can see how it reads. And it says, and Yahuwah saw the wickedness of the red man, i.e. the ecclesia of the church, was great in the forefront of, of the um, hearts, that is the minds of Israel, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and it repented Yahuwah that he had made or appointed the red man, i.e. the ecclesia or church, on those that are resistant to external pressures, i.e. the hearts of Israel, uh, because earth also spoke to that which is resistant to external pressures, remember? Mm. You know, and I want you to think about that for a minute because that that's how Yah gets our attention mm. is from external pressure, right. mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Um, when he's trying to alert us and let us know that he's unpleased with us, he usually send external pressure, yeah. you know, uh, oftentimes in the, in the, uh, you know, by way of plague, you know, yeah. sickness or disease, you know, uh, you know, help you, you know, cause your flesh to feel bad, mm. you know, but when you, when you become stiff necked, hard hearted, mm. you know, you're resistant to those external pressures. You just look right past them. Mm. You know, and so he doesn't have a way to get your attention. Mm. You know, um, I mean, he can always, you know, cause you to drop dead. Okay. You know, he'll have your attention then, you know, but he be trying to get your attention, you know, before that happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, verse 7 said, and Yahuwah said, I will destroy the red man or the ecclesia um, or church. Uh, whom I have created from the forefronts of the hearts uh, of the forefront of the minds of Israel, or the minds of the worldly, both mankind and devotions and lust and the thoughts or rationale of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. You know, um, and I'm sorry, that verse 7 um, should have said, and Yahweh said, I will destroy mankind whom I have created. You know, because uh, I believe that was yeah, that was um, mm -hmm. yeah, that was just just a dom. It wasn't hot a dom. So you know, it's a whole lot in these first se seven verses. <laughs> you know, it's a whole storyline about what's going to happen in the end time. Mm. You know, and what I want you to take from this is that you know. Yahshua said how it was during this time is how it shall be. Mm. Yes. You know, so we want to understand what went on so we yeah. can understand, you know, what's going to happen. Now, when we start talking about Noah and the flood, we start, we're talking about the wrath of Elohim, <laughs> the destruction of Elohim, you know, and we're talking about Elohim's salvation. Amen. Yeah. So we'll get into that next time. Yeah. Good team. So I'll have play yeah. play with the boys. Yeah. We're on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs>